Well, welcome back, guys. Welcome back. To Maybe Got Stacks. Episode 16. 16. Wow. Four months. Our first episode in 2023. Yeah. Which sounds wrong to say 2023. I wrote it and then crossed it out. I was like, that's not right. And yeah. then I wrote 2022 and then mm-hmm. I got very confused. I've been chart prepping for oh, January and I'm God. having to write 23 Ew. instead of 22. And then today I was trying to check patients in and i had to switch back to 2022 <laughs> and then it felt wrong writing 22 and i was That's like everything weird. just feels wrong it's gonna be very satisfying to write january of 23 yeah no it's oh, it's very nice oh this episode is about the final girl support group by grady hendrix which i think is our first official horror book i mean we've done true crime but i, I think so actually this like a true like a true horror, horror. i mean we've done like mystery thrillers yeah, but they don't count as horror. No, horror. this is horror. Brady Hendrix writes kind of kitschy horror. I don't know how to describe it. Because it's not like, like, he still involves some humor in a sense. It's <laughs> dark humor, but it's still humor. Yeah, there's a part in this book that I made me chuckle every time. <laughs> so, yeah, he has Final Girl Support Group. Yeah, we, I we both own the Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires. yes. Haven't read I that one. Haven't. I also own Horror Store, which is like a haunted IKEA. I guess is what it's pitched as. Love that. And he has my best friend's Exorcism. Yes. Set in the eighties, and I'm very excited because each of the chapters is named after an eighties song. I love that so, so much. I'm pretty excited. Yeah, his writing <clears throat> style was very appealing to me, especially yeah. at the end of every chapter is it almost made this book feel real Real. like a real story Mm -hmm. uh he had pages of like private notes and like review movie reviews or journal entries or transcripts from the main interview yeah Yeah. i i really like the fantastic in it and at the end i don't know if you really noticed probably not but (laughs) at the very end he has this acknowledgments page but he has each of the movies. Oh, and, yes, I did like, see that. And their sequels. So this book is. Oh, do you want to just read the back? Actually. Oh There's yeah. No me, yeah, actually. I can. My book is well. So I have a hardcover, and Mel has paperback. I think. Well, I bought this book when it. I think originally came out. Yeah. Before they even had paperback, which I wish I would have got paperback, but whatever. You know. You win some, you lose some. Okay. <laughs> In horror movies, the final girl is the one who's left standing when the credits roll. The one who fought back, defeated the killer, and avenged her friends. The one who emerges bloodied but victorious. But after the sirens fade and the audience moves on, what happens to her? Lynette Tarkenton is a real-life final girl who survived the massacre 22 years ago and has defined every day of her life since. And she's not alone. For more than a decade, she's been meeting with five other actual final girls and their therapists in a support group for those who survived the unthinkable, putting their lives back together piece by piece. That is until one of the women misses a meeting and Lynette's worst fears are realized. Someone knows about the group and is determined to take their lives apart again, piece by piece. But the thing about these final girls is that they have each other now, and no matter how bad the odds, how dark the night, how sharp the knife, they will never, ever give up. I really liked this concept. And so all of these, each of these women had their 
murder, I guess, happened in the 80s. So these are all, yes. they were teens in the 80s. And so it was hard for me to think of these women as like early 30s. I kept yeah. picturing them younger. Yeah. And so <laughs> the thing about all these final girls is that they've actually been final girls twice. So they've been the final girl in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And then someone either, like one of the girls, the killer's brother Mm-hmm. Came back to avenge the brother's death yeah. and tried to kill her again. So there's... Or there's, a super fan. Or, or a super... Yeah. They were attacked again. Yes. And a final girl Awful. once again. And we follow Lynette, who is a loose interpretation of the final girl. She... They they call her, like, the last victim. Or, like, the unkilled victim. I had a love-hate relationship with Lynette. So did I. And, so okay, did so I. I guess before we continue... I I was talking to Mel about this off air and then we realized, oh, we probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> so I gave this book a five out of five stars. Now, I I kind of almost wanted to give it a four out of five because it, it was good. Mm-hmm. But I always gravitate towards romance or mystery yeah, and suspense. Yeah, this isn't I've, your genre. I've never read a true horror book. So this is my first one. Now, that's why I wanted to rate it a five out of five because I felt like it wasn't okay for me to judge it based on the other books I've read because it's not the it's same It's not comparable. Genre. Correct. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did so, you see what I rated it? No. Oh. What What do you think I rated it? I want, I want to see oh, what you guess. Oh, this is a fun little yeah, game. Little oh, game. okay. What, what do you wow. think I think? <laughs> uh, I would say probably a three or a four. I'm... <sighs> I'm gonna go with a four. Yeah! Ugh. I rated it a four. I know her very well. Ugh. I really do. See, this is funny because you were unsure because it's classified as a horror. To me, I, horror is my thing. I read a lot of horror. Mm-hmm. This didn't feel like a horror. Oh, it did when I read one of the scenes. I was like, oh, this is a horror. When they oh, were talking about Lynette, her first... They get decently graphic. It gets gory. Yeah. And... Yeah, when they say what happens yeah. to Lynette, I was like, we'll, we'll get to that, I'm but yeah. I'm very desensitized to these I was things. like, oh my god, I need to I put guess this book down. I never felt scared. Okay. I want to feel creeped out. Okay. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? No, I get that. And I've read books where I physically had to, like, close it and put it down and, like, stop picturing that scene in my head. Because I was oh, like, yeah. oh god, I've, oh god. I've never done yeah. that. Yeah. And so this was still fun. I really liked it. Again, his writing is It's really nothing easy. I've ever read. It's really accessible. It's fun. It was fun. Like, you can't compare it to anything else. He's found a very specific niche in this, like, I don't want to say cutesy horror, but, like, horror that doesn't take itself too seriously, I guess. Yeah, I It kind of delves into its cliches, mm-hmm. and it's really fun, and it, you... Yeah, it's not it's not it. super yeah. gory. Like I said, there's no. there's one scene where you're like, oh dear God. And that one was a little brutal. But <laughs> other than that, like I said, his writing style is fantastic. I mm-hmm. think every chapter is they all start with the final girl support group. Yeah. And it's like And then it's what are these? The it's it's like movie titles Correct. and then sequels. Yes, like really Night cool. of the Final Girls. Yeah. is one chapter. Uh, Son of the Final Girl. Like they're all. Yeah, and that's really know. fun. It's it's kind of fun. And like I said, I really like at the end of every chapter, he has something 
that makes it feel like it's a real thing Mm -hmm. happening. And so we follow six primary final girls. There's a seventh who betrayed them. She ended up... Chrissy? Yeah. Okay. Uh, And it's falling in love with her killer. Her monster is what Lynette calls them. Yeah. And we don't want to scare you into thinking, oh, dear God, that's way too many characters to keep track of. (laughs) Because so the book is first person from Lynette's perspective mm-hmm. and it's really easy to decipher their names who's who. are different none of them like start with the same letter it's yeah. they're very different so, so there's yeah you have them there's Marilyn Torres mm-hmm. Adrian Butler Danny Shipman Lynette Tarkinson which is who are, who we, we're following yeah Heather DeLuca and Julia Campbell. Now, Chrissy's last name, I don't remember. I don't know. And there's also a girl that we start learning about. Stephanie. I'd say in the beginning. Yeah, Stephanie, yeah. who is a new final girl. So the first chapter actually follows Lynette watching CNN and yeah. seeing Stephanie as well, a final news. girl. Mm-hmm. But she had been, she was already a final girl because that was her second. Oh, was it the monster? Yeah, she was part. I forget. I'm gonna be honest. Halfway through the book, they brought up Stephanie again. Yeah, and I I completely forgot who Stephanie was. Stephanie Fugate, and she kept saying the Fugates. I'm like, who are the Fugates? Yeah, I was (laughs) so confused. And then when they when Chrissy came along, I also was Mm. like, who's Chrissy? And I was trying to to go back, and I was very lost. So there's two other. I mean, it wasn't bad. Like I didn't write a sticky note. No, so like I could, I could follow without the help. No, and the only reason I knew, at the front. I was gonna say that's yeah. what I read from. Yeah, was Doctor Carol's, who's their therapist. Yes, Doctor uh, Carol Elliott is the therapist, and she's been their therapist for twenty three years, I believe. Since their yeah, at- so it's I think it's over so twenty it's been years. A while. Yeah. So <laughs> I will say the only thing that confused me was each of these girls has a movie that depicts what happened to them. Yes. And it mentions it pretty frequently, and it has the names, The it talks about their sequels, how they did. And with how often it was mentioned, mm-hmm. I thought it was going to play a bigger part in the end. Mm-hmm. So I kept trying to figure out, like, oh, whose movie was this? Okay. And then whose movie was this? Oh, okay. And yeah. But it, 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 it's fine. You don't have to panic about that like I was. It doesn't. <laughs> Yeah, it's more the, just like a nod to what happens little, to the final girls because yeah, obviously they're gonna make a movie and yeah. Fans so movie. there's we, I really should have kept track. Um, <laughs> but so Marilyn Torres is famous and and very rich, but I yeah. believe she married. She married. But, yeah, Adrian Butler is well. She's the one that ends up going missing. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get down to the. A little bit of spoilers. I mean, not yeah. anything crazy, but you—you <laughs> you guys all know this is. A, if you want to stop now, go read the book, or yeah. if you've read it, just continue you listening, just and then you can get your our version. But we're always gonna spoil the book. That's we're we, always gonna spoil because the book. we're reviewing them, and we need to talk about our feelings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just gonna happen. Okay, Danny Shipman. Danny is in a wheelchair from the second. That's Julia. I thought that was Dan. Oh, you're right. No, Danny is married to Marilyn. No. Nope. It starts with an M. Meredith. No, it's Michelle. It's, it's Michelle. definitely Michelle. It's definitely Michelle. 
<laughs> so, and we just like don't worry about the characters it's not confusing at all <laughs> as we're looking at the like m m okay it's danny and michelle. michelle it's definitely michelle Michelle has cancer which gets a little sad which we'll also how get to that, that ends i was like god damn it you guys <laughs> yeah this book has, has some like really dark humor in it uh so danny and michelle live on a ranch and they rescue horses we'll get to lynette like i said she's the yeah. person we're watching through and uh, yeah she's a lot heather lives in a halfway house she then, really took up drugs. Yeah, and then Julia is the one in the wheelchair from the second. From her second attack, attack. she jumped out of a third story window or something like that. She had to push. Yeah, she, she pushed, pushed the killer out, out of the window. window to save her friend, and then her friend ended up dying anyway. Anyway, I know. So she suffered a spinal cord injury. Yes. And Lynette. <laughs> okay, so my first tab. So Lynette is OCD. I don't want to use the term crazy because that would Paran- be rude. Paranoid. Very paranoid. Yes. She just took it to an extreme. So she has this intense lock system. She has a cage outside of the door. Like like yeah. like a doggy park. You know, you go through the first gate and you close that. Yep. And then you open the actual yeah. gate. But that first gate's there to catch anyone that runs out. Yeah. She has that. She never <laughs> has her window, like the blinds open. Yeah. She has a getaway car parked like she has yeah far um, away very far away parking garage has a getaway car has a locker she, with cash and guns and weapons and blah blah blah. She never takes the same route and she'll no. take oh. the bu- it, it takes her with, 2 oh. hours to get home because yeah, it, she takes buses away and then comes back and then leaves like oh my god yeah the, she'll just randomize each time memorizes people's shoes and like, make sure no one's following her. Paranoid she, to the extreme. She doesn't have an actual driver's license because she doesn't want the DMV to have her yeah. information. Only <laughs> only Adrian? No, only Julia. Well, I thought Adrian knew where she lived, but then Adrian went missing. No, it was always oh, Julia. Okay. Okay. Julie, Julia. Um, you, <laughs> I don't know their names Hold anymore. on a minute. I finished this today. And Julia. It is Julia. Okay. Yeah, she only told Julia where she... Oh, she didn't even really tell her. She just gave her a letter that was sealed, and she said, if I ever go missing, this is when you open it. I thought it was for emergency. Yeah, it's emergency. I mean, that would have been an emergency. I guess the only person she talks to is fine. Okay, honest... No, we got to get to this. This had me dying. So, this is why I tabbed this. So, she gets into the house... Mm Mm-hmm. And she goes, hi, fine, I say to my plant. And I read that, and I We're said, like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. She's like, things aren't good. I'll tell you about it after, after I secure I the perimeter. After I secure, so she sweeps her own apartment, sits down with her plant, being like, ugh. So, <laughs> so her she, <laughs> she also, like, in her head, fine the plant talks back to her yeah which i think is absolutely hilarious her, his whole name is final plan yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh it's so good um so she starts freaking out because adrian's missing and now she's trying to get everyone to panic with her basically yeah it kind of starts off like oh she's blowing making a bigger deal of this is it than it is and yeah she tries to get everyone, convince everyone that like they're after the final girls. Yeah, and Lynette has a really hard time 
letting go of the group. So yeah. it comes to find out that Danny wants to leave the group because Michelle has cancer. And, she, and they Danny and Michelle live kind of far away. Yeah. And so she wants to obviously be with Michelle as much as possible yeah. to live out her final days. Mm-hmm. And Lynette freaks out. And then they all start fighting with each other. And <laughs> all of a sudden... so. She, I don't remember what happens, like, what makes them all go home. I, I'm sure Dr. Carol is like, okay, we need to take a break. So Lynette goes back home, starts talking to Fine. Still cracks me up. <laughs> Honestly, that was the highlight of the book to me. <laughs> and then while they were in the group, it's been found that Adrian is missing because she didn't show up to, to the, the, group. the group. Yeah. yeah. And then... It comes out that someone's writing a book. Mm-hmm. And if I remember correctly, it's Julia tells her about the book. And she she's like convinced it's Heather. Well, so here's the thing. I don't remember if they say that in the group, but not in the group. So what happens is Julia opens that envelope, mm-hmm. <laughs> finds out where <laughs> Lynette lives. Mm-hmm. Knocks on the door. Lynette refuses to let her in. Refuses to even acknowledge that she's home, even though Julia knows yeah. she's home. So then, Julia gets this guy who... It's a journal- journalist. Yes, a journalist. To, Apparently it was his idea. To pretend and dress up as... The ghost. A, the ghost, which, which is was... her killer. Lynette's? Her monster. No, that's Julia's Julia. monster. Yeah. yeah. With a sign that says, let us in or I'll shoot her. So then Lynette lets them in, but into the cage and starts yeah. shooting. It and was supposed, the mesh was supposed to be able to let a bullet through. Yeah, I come to find out it wasn't. Uh, the journalist <laughs> peed himself yeah. and was screaming and crying. <laughs> Julia's freaking out. So then she lets them in and is pissed off that the mesh <laughs> didn't yeah. work. She's like, that, that salesman lied. <laughs> yeah, she's pissed. So then. Julia tells her that someone is writing a book in the group. And that's when Lynette starts freaking out because mm-hmm. she's like, oh, my God, like, that's all our, our secrets. secrets yeah. They know that we all hang out together. Like, we need to all tell the other girls so that we can get away from here. And all of a sudden, while they're talking, someone's shooting into Lynette's apartment. Mm-hmm. So she lives on the third, third floor. floor specifically. It's high enough that no one can crawl into her window. <laughs> But not too high that she would die if she jumped, jumped out, out the window. No, she's thought it all the way she, through. Oh my gosh, she's thought yeah. everything. So then she, she's more upset. So Julia <laughs> gets hit by a bullet. Yeah. I so don't, the I think reporter. the journalist, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she tries to grab Fine. She's like, I can't leave him. <laughs> she ends up dropping him. Yeah. And she freaks out. Abandoned. And Julia's Julia. screaming at her. Yeah. <laughs> Lynette's like, no, you'll be fine. And leaves. Yeah, Lynette's like, I need to save myself. Fine. I'll get fine later. Yeah, she wants to go back for the plant and not Julia. I was laughing so hard. I was like, oh my God. So then we find out. Okay, where this are we at? a roller coaster. I know. I'm trying. I I, I want to take you guys on this journey that we went oh, on. She I don't want to walks to the parking garage to her car. her car. All tires are slashed. slashed. So now she's like, "Oh, oh my shit. god, they know they about know Plan the B. car. Yeah, Plan C." And it goes to a train station that there's lockers, and she notices 
not her lock on her locker. And she's like, oh, shit, they knew Plan C. Yeah. So. And. <laughs> yes. Where did she go from there? Carol's? Yeah, so she's on the run. No, Carol's. And she, yeah, she needs to go to Carol's because she's got nowhere to go and none of the girls are answering. Yeah. So then she goes to Carol's. Now, Heather's halfway house gets burned. Burned down. And Heather's missing. And Danny, no, (laughs) not attempts, but the police go to Danny and Michelle's house yeah. And Danny. They try to bring like, her in for questioning. Yes. Because now everyone's panicking that, like, something is Someone's happening. Yeah. going after all of them. And Danny wants them gone because she wants to be with Michelle. So she yeah, shoots she them to the go. air. Yeah. So she pulls a gun. And, and then they arrest the her. So yeah. now Lynette's thinking, oh my God, someone has tried to kill Heather. Mm-hmm. At that point. She was told that Danny tried to shoot at a cop yeah. when in reality she shot into the air, which obviously isn't good That's anyways, but it's not, not as bad as shooting a cop. Yeah. So then she's thinking, I can't go to any of the girls yeah, because that's what they would suspect, the killer. Mm-hmm. So then she goes to Dr. Carroll's and she brings the gun. Mm-hmm. Now, Dr. Carroll has two kids, Sky and Pax. Yes. Sky is like 26, I think is what they said. And then Pax is like nine yeah so then she's wanted because she ran away yeah like the police have surrounded her apartment now yeah so then she gets sky to take her back to her apartment well they find out first that julia's in the hospital yes alive and she's like i knew she'd be alive yeah she'd be fine i i checked on her and dr curl's like "Mm, okay Mm -hmm. and then lynette walks in on sky masturbating which was Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> Glad we could put that in there. <laughs> and so then she gets Sky. She pays him to go back to her apartment because she needs her plant. Well, yeah. She well <laughs> that, but she, I don't remember what she tells Sky. But she, she just needs to get some stuff. Yeah. So vague. in reality, she needs to go to a laptop to get her the, computer. It's computer. a full PC stand that yeah. she managed to keep in the wall. Yeah. Because and there was a decoy computer on the outside that the police took. Yeah. She, I think it was, someone told her, was it Marilyn? One is none, two is, two is one. one. Yeah. So she always has two of everything. At least, yeah. Yeah. So come to find out, she wanted the laptop. Because it's got her book on it. And I was like, yeah. oh, she's, she's the, one the one with the book. that has the book she that Julie was talking about. Book. I was like, oh, that's a plot twist. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. But I also want to mention that while she was having Sky drive her to the apartment, she was sitting on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Very <laughs> nice. She refused to sit in the seat. Yeah. Love that. God, I know. So she snags the hard drive with her story on it. Grady Hendrix did an amazing job with the yeah. character <laughs> like descriptions. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. <laughs> so yes, then she gets her book, and I was like, oh, um, she wrote the book. Yeah, has Sky drop her off in Beverly Hills, pays him off, uh, so she can go to Maryland. Maryland, mm-hmm. who's having a party, a charity fundraiser for lions. She can't get in because there's ballet. Security and ballet, yeah. So she hops the fence and then gets <laughs> tackled by security. <laughs> and fine goes flying. Yeah, he does. 
Yeah, it's the funniest thing to me, honestly. Um, but and Marilyn has them carry her to pool house. It's a pool house, house, and then she finds out that Heather's there. Yeah, Heather's just there watching TV. And yeah, she's like, God chilling. damn it, you've ruined my plan. Yeah, which I thought was hilarious. So then they found out that Adrian had been murdered. Yeah, she's watching TV and the news comes on. Yeah. So And they, it was who murdered her? That one is Christoph something like that. Oh Chris, Chris Volkner. Chris Volkner, yeah. Which was from the Red Lake Camp Red Lake. Yeah. And that's and Stephanie is the final girl from that attack. And Adrian ran that camp. That was where her original incident happened, mm-hmm. but she bought the camp and made it like a retreat for girls like that. Yes. And they also find out that Detective and Garrett, that police officer, was on the news saying that they had new mm-hmm. uh, information about the Silent Night killing, which yes. was Lynette's. Yeah. So come to find out, Lynette and Garrett were together mm-hmm. for the first murder, and they actually fell in love with each other. Well, there was like a 16-year difference. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he was just using her for her story to sell. Yeah. But I wouldn't, yeah. He was the police officer that came and saved her when that incident happened. Yeah. Yeah, that was a, <laughs> that was a rough one. I don't remember if... When we get to that incident, I feel like that's later, but... Well, no, they go to... Well, they they go to Marilyn's house. They stay the night. And then, is that when they figure out that Danny's in prison and they need to go and save Michelle? Yeah. Because Marilyn is finally told all this, and so she calls and finds out Marilyn is in a hospice. Yeah, so they go to <clears throat> get her out. Well, they go... To go. And then Lynette is like, all right, we're getting her out of here. And so they get her out, barely, forcefully. Yeah. Throw her in a wheelchair. Get her outside. Because Danny had promised her that she can pass on the ranch. Yeah, and And then Michelle wanted to see the flowers that Danny had planted in the front. But then... Michelle was so far gone that she couldn't even remember where they lived. And And no one else realized they didn't know her address. So then they just go to a park. Yeah, they just pull over and we're like, she, let's just at least have her outside. She's not dying in my car. They throw her back in her wheelchair. They just sit at a park. Then she dies. And she passes. And then Heather had kind of wandered off. And they're like, okay, let's... Let's just have this random guy in the park sit with her and say that she's waiting for, for her ride. ride. Even though she's dead. <laughs> and like, so oh my God. he sits there and talks to her. He's like, pats her, her hand. <laughs> And also, while Heather was convincing him to sit with her, also called the cops on Lynette. Yeah. And so, police swarm. Please show up. They take Lynette. Well, all of a sudden, Lynette behind her hears Garrett's voice. And oh, then she really saw right. crap. Yeah. So then. <laughs> then we see Lynette in the jail. Mm-hmm. And Bullshit. the police are really brutal. Yeah. They're being, like, so real awful. Dicks. Yeah, they immediately say, uh, let me... I think it's through... When did you first have sex with Santa Claus? Yeah, so, come to find out, Lynette's first killer was a pen pal. Yeah. And she didn't 
fall in love. So basically, no, there was they were a pen, just pal, pen pals, that but kept someone going. had found out that they had been pen pals and forged her like handwriting, yeah, and made it look like Lynette had sexual relations with the killer and, and try to convince him and to try to convince him to kill her, her family. Her dad was also chief of police. Yes, convenient. Yeah. So, <laughs> and it was around it? Christmas. She had her at it the time Chris- like six week. It was Christmas Eve. It was Christmas Eve. Yeah, so her mom and dad had been fighting a lot. Mm -hmm. So her dad had wanted dinner for two at an Italian restaurant. So they left. And Tommy was Lynette's boyfriend at the time. They had been dating for, I think, six weeks at that that time. And her sister, Jillian, was also home. Mm Mm-hmm. And so Lynette that night decided that she was going to let Tommy, uh, we'll Go say deflower her. Oh, oh. okay. Well, deflower? Jeez. <laughs> you know. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh. All right. Uh, on the pool table. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Very romantic. <laughs> in the basement. <laughs> yeah. The so as they're on the pool table, um, the doorbell rang and they ignored the first time. They ignored it the first time and then because Tommy was like, Is that your folks? And she was like, They have keys, why would they yeah. ring the doorbell? So then it rang again, and so then Tommy like was gonna go up and he went up and uh um, It was Lynette who opened the door. Oh. She threw his jersey on and she went to open the no, door. Right. She didn't see anyone at first. And, you're then, right. and then Santa says, Claus came around the corner carrying an axe. Yeah. And so it was her it was pen Ricky pal Ricky Walker. Walker. Yeah. And Ricky embedded the axe into Tommy's neck. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, oh, this is going to be real bad. Mm-hmm. And then, so her dad, Lynette's dad, had been a big hunter and had a rack of antlers mounted on the the wall yeah and ricky had put impaled her on to the antlers she was hanging off through yeah the antlers were through her stomach yeah it was like her lower back and under her ribs yeah and so she was still conscious Mm -hmm. and watched her sister come downstairs and watched her parents come home and like all of this is happening Mm -hmm. right in front of her and her mom saw her like kind of moving and so she attacked ricky again and that's when he killed her but essentially she just played dead so he didn't come back to get her yeah it was brutal to read like one of the parts said he did things to her body to their bodies he performed scenarios peeled the meat off their bones Mm -hmm. and oh she her mom saw tears running down her face and that's when Uh. she knew that she, she was Lynette was still alive. alive and she n- would never find out if her mom and dad had rekindled their romance and oh here it is it says uh the antlers went in just above my kidneys and came out just below my ribs I hung there for 10 hours in shock yeah she said that she couldn't tell where Tommy's body had ended and her dad's <sighs> body began and she said Jillian was easy to keep track of though he'd put her head on the mantelpiece yeah. I was reading this and mm-hmm. I was like, I, this is bad. Like, yeah, it was a hard for me to read. Yeah. So I guess, um, 
neighbors called the cops or something from all the noise and so two cops came in one was garen the other one was mike and they knew that it was the chief's house and so they go in and they're like oh joking like oh you you better not be stealing you know presents from the chief and yeah then, mike went in first yeah then ricky split his rib cage with his axe yeah and then garrett garrett shot ricky five times and then ricky was still not completely down and he ran through the glass door backyard sliding doors and ended up outside and he fell or something and then garrett just let all his rounds go in him yeah it actually said that ricky landed so hard that it split his skull in two Mm-hmm. And even then, Garrett just stood there for a moment and was just shooting into him. Yeah. Yeah, so she was up on those antlers for 10 hours, which... They cut the head down and then cut the antlers off to get... Yeah. Ooh. It was brutal. So, yeah, that's where... That's which, honestly... Lynette's. <laughs> honestly, I'd be the same way. Like, in the head oh, with yeah. Lynette. If I... If that happened. Like, it was... Yeah. Bad. And they don't call her final girl because final girls usually end up killing their monster. Yeah. And so they call Lynette like the last victim or something like yes, that. They the last, she's which not I was like, like that's a little brutal. Because she went through a lot. Girl. Yeah, that was a lot. <laughs> yeah. But you don't go into as much details on the other girls. You you learn what happens, but it's not like that vivid of description. So that's as bad as it really gets. Yeah, so then we start seeing that there's one cop that is trying to befriend Lynette, like, being nice, making sure she's got, like, extra food or things like that. He was, like, a fan of Ricky Walker and tried to kill Lynette himself. And so then Garrett. Garrett walked in. Walked in. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Lynette is the one where her second monster was ricky's brother yes he was also dressed as santa claus Mm -hmm. and he attacked her new foster family yes and she again was supposedly dead but she played dead and just yeah but i don't really she was like kind of in and out of consciousness i'm pretty sure she was like in the kitchen floor or something yeah i think so uh but yeah garrett takes her convinced the judge or whatever that she needed higher security because look at this guard, they tried to kill her. Yeah. And so he transports her himself, which I don't know how that happened. Like, in his own car. He sweet-talked him, I guess. I don't know. But he was trying to help her, even though I did not like how sleazy Garrett was. No. I I didn't either. But while she's in prison, Dr. Carroll does show up to visit, and there's things that Lynette's finding out that the killer knows that not a lot of people would know. Mm. And so then she starts suspecting that it's Dr. Carol who's doing. Mm. That's right. Yeah. So then she starts getting paranoid with Dr. Carol. And I think that's when Garrett comes in and takes her and takes her to a house and says, basically, I'm letting you go. Just make it look like people came and. Yeah. He's like punched me in the eye or something. I was like, oh, that's very sweet. And so she kicks him in the balls and steals his car. Yeah, she did a little bump <laughs> the end. Yeah. And takes his gun or something. Yeah, Anyways, so then... she's on the run. Yeah, so then she decides to keep it simple and kidnap Stephanie Fugate, which I is the mar- new girl. I the new final girl. That because I was like, oh, I'll just keep it simple. I'll go kidnap her. 
Yeah. Nah, well, nice she's crazy. Easy. So then she pretends to be Dr. Laura Newberry to get in. Stephanie's parents yeah, to let her in. They had been calling Dr. Carol, and so she's like, I'm her partner, and she's busy, so she sent me. Yeah, so then for a while, it's just them trying to run from the cops and basically figure out who's doing the killing. Yeah, she's trying to keep Stephanie safe, but she's realizing now that mm, I hope I can. Yes. <laughs> So then they she had, ends up going to Chrissy's. Yeah, she decides, I need to get a hold of Chrissy. Which, let me tell you, Chrissy, Chrissy is crazy. Wild. Chrissy keeps in contact with her, with the monsters, with different killers and different jails. So she sells... And she sells their murderabilia. Yes. So, like, the weapon, or what they were wearing, or... It's like, like the art staff, to her. Yeah. 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 It, uh, yeah. So in her house is a like museum. a murder museum. So every room, or not room, but she's got like sections mm-hmm. of all of the girls mm-hmm. and stuff from it's their so like murder. Yeah. From their. I don't want to say like attack. final day or yeah attack whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> she had even like sold all her own stuff. Yeah. To get all of Heather's. I think so. And, like one of them ugh. was it was I think it was during prom night or something. So she has one of their prom dresses. She's got an axe from another one. She's got yeah. a lot of stuff from the Bloody red like shoes and clothes. Yeah. And from the campsite, she's yeah. got um a camp counselor t shirt mm-hmm. and uh, uh, she's got awful. a lot of things. And, and Lynette's the, is empty. Well because she says yes. we can do it together. Gather. And the guy that lives there, I don't remember oh, his God, name. Keith or something oh, like that. Keith. I think it's Keith. He's, he's, I don't even know what to say of, about what's him. What's his name? Hodor or something in Game of Thrones? It's a big man who doesn't speak much. Not in complete sentences. It's, it's like, like when the, Kevin in the like office. It's like One-Eyed Willy like, from the Goonies. <laughs> yeah. Basically. It's like, like it's when like Kevin is Willy. like, when, he's like, why say more word when less get point cross or something so keith is this like huge guy that wants to do violence and smells bad and chrissy kind of just like lets him do what he wants yeah at one point they want stephanie well no chrissy does not know about stephanie not yet lynette goes into chrissy's house alone Mm -hmm. and told chrissy if i don't come back in i believe an hour told stephanie yeah, she, Lynette told Stephanie, come if I don't come me. back in an hour, come and find me and get me. All she gave her, though, was mace, so. Yeah, she was sending her in to fail <laughs> at that point. And Chrissy, Lynette explained what was happening mm-hmm. and said she needs Chrissy's help. And she's like, oh, you haven't figured it out yet? And blah, blah, blah. And she's like, let me show you my museum. Maybe you'll get it. And then I'll show you the emails that have these numbers. And that's when she shows her the museum. And then by the end... You find out she's been emailing. I forget what the name is. I couldn't even really say it on on core. You know what I'm talking about? Well, they get Chrissy to come out by pretending to be someone else selling murderabilia. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's when they follow where Chrissy lives to know. Mm. And oh, did you find it? Or Cumminus. Yeah, I don't Something know. Like that. But basically they find out that that email is from Dr. Carol. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I've been talking to She's like, oh my God. You haven't figured this out yet? Yeah. 
Um, and then Keith captures Stephanie as she was going through the woods trying to find. Yeah, he grabs her, grabs Stephanie, throws her in the house, and is like, "Girl, I'm like, what, <laughs> what is happening?" Yeah, yeah. he's like, "Kill or something." Yeah, he wants he wants to hurt, and then he was like, um, "Chrissy goes, you need to make her last lover," and I was like, yeah. "No." Yeah, he was like, two days." <laughs> yeah, so they basically want uh, to they want to kill her and kill so. Stephanie. So it was basically. Either Stephanie dies and Lynette gets away, or both Stephanie and Lynette die. And so mm-hmm. Lynette's like, I'm out of here. Well, she runs and she's like, I can't yes. leave her. I can't yes. do that again. I, I did it to Fine. I did it to Julia. I can't leave Stephanie. This fucking plan. <laughs> so she gets oh in the car, drives it into the side of the house, gets out, realizes she, she killed Chrissy. And Keith yes. is like, she can't find uh, Keith. And so he she pulls... She grabs Stephanie. Stephanie, who had been hit with a baseball bat. He was about to. Oh, I thought he had. No, she was oh. fine. Uh, but he, out of the rubble, his hand, full-on Mulan style, grabbed her ankles, but they managed to get away. Yeah, so they managed to get to a hotel. Stephanie's yeah. fine. They're fine. Yes, and then I'm trying to... Oh, that's when she tries to call all the girls and be like, it's Dr. Carol, you need to get away. And they, she learns that Dr. Carol was like, okay, let's go to this one place, all of us, as stage fire, and we'll all go together and stay safe there. But she thinks it's Dr. Carol, so she's like, you need to be careful. Uh, yeah. Julia's, Julia? It's Julia. And Julia's the only one who actually answers. Well, and, and then... doesn't hang up immediately. So while Lynette's calling everyone, she sees Pax's comic book that he had made that oh, she yeah. had to buy off of him. <laughs> hundred dollars yeah just keep quiet that she and sky are leaving and she's seen signs of like violence and sexual abuse and stuff like and that draw- like, in drawings the, yeah. yeah in the comic like book sharp teeth and wide open mouths yeah and x's oh. for eyes and fangs mm-hmm. and yeah. yeah so then she's reading like sky man is so evil Skyman hits cats Skyman could shoot a gun real fast and she's like Skyman Skyman and then she's like oh sky which is his brother. And so she was like, it's Sky Sky because Sky said that he sets up all the email servers for his mom's business, which means he has access to his mom's emails. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, oh, well, maybe it's Sky. Like, this book had me kind of going, okay, no, it's Lynette. Wait, no, it's Dr. Carol. And so then they finally get to the, what place were they taking? They, they were going to go to Sage Fire, but she convinced Julia and be like, you don't have to tell me where you're going. Just don't be with Dr. Carol. Yes. This was before she realized it was Sky, though. And she was yeah. like, grab Sky and Pax if you can. She has two kids. Just go anywhere and, like, keep safe. And Julia's yeah. like, well, I'm not going to tell you whether or not I'm actually going to listen to you. And she's like, good one. <laughs> yeah, so they go to Danny's ranch first. Yeah, Danny's kind of like their last hope of and Danny's kind of lost it. She's throwing, she has this huge bonfire fire. into this, in front of her house that she's throwing all this stuff in because she's just done. She's pissed off that Michelle died in a, in park, a park without by her. Herself. Yeah. So then they convinced Danny, like, let's go find the other girls. Yeah, they, they told her where they were going. Yeah. So Danny tells them that they were going to the Camp Red Lake. Yes. So they all go. It's Lynette, Danny, and Stephanie. 
they get to the campground, and that's when shit hits the fan. Hits the fan real hard. They get to the camp, and Danny's like, all right, I'm going to pull over. I'm gonna, I need to pee before all this goes down. It's like, mm-hmm. someone's going to die. Mm-hmm. I need to go pee first. And so she goes off into the brushes to go pee. And uh, Lynette turns around to Stephanie and being like, okay, we need to make a plan. And then she hit, feels something hit her really hard in the back of the head. Stephanie jumps into the driver's seat, swings over the passenger seat, pushes Lynette out, and then... Danny, grabs like a shotgun. Oh, yeah. And she, like, hits Danny with the car and then grabs the gun to kill off Lynette. Yeah, Lynette plays dead. And then Stephanie is trying to gun down Danny <laughs> and is just, like, shooting into shrubbery and then mm-hmm. finally ends up driving away and... Thinking that she has killed Danny and Lynette. When she hits Lynette in the head... Like, when she hit Lynette in the head, she didn't realize that Lynette has a metal plate, a metal plate in the so back of her head. she shot in, but the metal plate deflected. <laughs> yeah. God, Lynette's been through some things. And so Lynette starts, like, hearing Adrian's voice in her head. So there's some talking to her in her head of, like, you need to get up, you need to go protect those girls. Yeah, so what we find out is that one of the camp, like, the camp cabins mm-hmm. is made for Lynette. And <laughs> so she manages to get everyone in there. Everyone in there as Stephanie is like shooting up the place, but it's not going to break through anything. Yeah, because there's metal in between the wood and there's like mm-hmm. secret entrances and stuff or whatever. They all manage to get inside. She finds Julia and Danny again and Marilyn and Heather. They all get in that log cabin, but she knows there's a way down. Yeah. So she's like, I need to go save everyone else because they were having a memorial service for Adrian at the time. So she runs to go find people in general, I guess. Yeah, I think if I'm trying to go stop Stephanie now. Yeah, I think there was like 20 people down by the water. And so she yeah. was trying to get to them first. And mm-hmm. then as she's going there, she's seeing some of the employees like down mm-hmm. with wounds. And so she's like, oh, crap, like Stephanie's already, already made killing, it. Yeah. Well, then come to find out. Sky is there, and also come to find out, Stephanie and Sky have been in cahoots with each other. Cahoots, cahoots <laughs> with each other for months. I think like I two think months. Couple, no, I think two it was or three. Longer. Oh, oh, what? I think it was two like years. That. I think it was two years. I don't know what I'm talking like he about. He was grooming her. Yes, but yeah, Sky finds Lynette, tries to shoot her. Heather jumps on him and knocks him out on the toilet bowl. Yeah, so he's like out. And then Stephanie comes, and she's like, me and my man have been planning this, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh, Sky? Yeah, like, I he's was... Like, grooming her. And I like, was shocked that they were actually together. That's what got me. I was like, oh. Yeah, that, that. was a that was a really that good was twist. A good one. And she kept trying to, like, talk to Stephanie in a way that would distract her enough. And what was she saying? Oh, you think it's about you and Sky? This is about him and his mommy. You're the sad daughter-in-law into a psycho obsession of putting mm-hmm. in his case file. So she's like getting mad at Lynette for saying that stuff. And then that's yeah. when she jumps on to Stephanie and like just bear hugs her so tight that she can't yeah. get out. Yeah. And then Stephanie starts freaking out. She's just like, just kill me. Just kill me. Yeah. And she's like, I'll, I'll escape prison and all this stuff. And it's like, you're not smart enough to. But yeah, they get cuffs on them. Flexible cuffs. I think that's what they were calling them. Yeah. I don't know. And then the police come, blah, blah, blah. So then at the very end, all the girls get together at the prison and 
and see Stephanie. To see Stephanie. And they have their final girl support group yeah, with Stephanie. With Stephanie in the prison. <laughs> like, what is happening? And that's the end. So I found out it is currently in the works to be a TV series for HBO Max, a limited TV series. Well, they better not put that scene with Lynette's family <laughs> in it because been. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to be looking anywhere but Between the TV. Your fingers. I'm going to be looking at the TV. <laughs> the cast is unknown, the date's unknown, but they started this in like 2021, not too long after this book was released. Oh. Uh, but there is talks that Charlize Theron is attached to it. Interesting. I don't her know which one. Maybe Marilyn? Mm. Maybe she can make Lynette more likable. Maybe. Maybe. It's going to be hard. I was going to say, my, I just, I was annoyed by Lynette. I felt like some things were a little over dramatic. I could say her maybe being Heather. Maybe Heather. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said earlier, I had a love-hate relationship with mm-hmm. Lynette because in one aspect, I can see how she'd be so paranoid. Yeah. Like, I get it. But at the same time, I'm like, okay. okay. You kind of have to suspend your beliefs. You kind of have to, like, go along with how crazy things kind of get. Yeah. But as long as you, like, accept that, it's a fun ride. Oh, we forgot to also say that Marilyn adopts Fine and plays Fine. And he's thriving. He's He's a pepper plant. He's a pepper plant. She's like, he was so crowded in that little pot. And it yeah. gives you whiskeys to come at, over. At one point in the book, she gets fine again after she left him in her apartment. And she's like, he's giving me the silent table. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh. my God. This, <laughs> this plant. Like, now oh, no, I want to get a plant and name it fine. Name it fine. Yeah. But no, I, if you like horror, I think this is a great book. Like I said, I gave it five stars. I feel like I may have given it, I feel like I should have given it four you like I said, I, I thought it was real. I know I go could. Go by how you feel. No, like but you I thought think you re- should read it. I, I know. Well, nah. I'm giving it a four. It's not super horror. It, it, it does include enough humor and some lightheartedness. Mm-hmm. It's not completely dark. So it's not full horror. That's not what you're looking for. I feel like this is a little more... It can appeal to more people. Yeah. I'm the general public. I'm intrigued now to read the Southern Book Club's mm-hmm. Guide to Slaying Vampires. That one's a little long. Yeah, that one's that thicker. So yeah. We'll see. And he has a new book coming out on the 17th of January, oh. How to Sell a Haunted House. Oh. About the two siblings that's that right, inherit that's right. the house. Yes. Yeah. So that one's coming out. I saw it was for sale, signed, but hardcover. Yeah, it's I don't have any of his book hardcover, and it's twenty eight dollars. Hardcovers are pricey. Yeah, they are. But it was signed. No, but the, all honestly, the other ones are paperback. Well, yeah. do I get it? Do I not? We we have a I know we have a problem when it comes to paperback mm-hmm. versus hardcover. hardcover. I personally, I mean, obviously have books that are hardcover, like yeah. books of the month, things like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I like reading a paperback. I like the paperback better, although all my Nicholas Sparks books are hardcover. I was going to say, but if you have enough hardcover next to each other, it looks really nice. Yeah. I don't I don't mind it, especially if I'm reading sitting up, then I can just have it up and I It'll don't have to worry open. about. I, yeah. Yeah. So I don't mind hardcover, but I, like I wish. Flop. I wish that. <laughs> When they release books, they would release both paperback and hardcover because yeah. it's always it's hardcover something. first yeah, and then paperback. Mm. Yeah. Just a little something that I it's irks so me. Weird. 
pet peeve. But yeah, that was the final girl support group. I always got confused because Riley Sager has a book called Final Girls as well. Mm, That's mm -hmm. his, I think that was his debut back in like 2017 or something. But yeah, I think it was a really good concept. Yeah. Pretty well executed, I think. Next week, I'm going to be honest, when I, well, so to keep track of the, our book, like how we go, Mm. I have stack a book. And in my stack of book, I had the last or the lost apothecary as next week's. So. Oh. <laughs> and then when I, I saw know. you post that, I was like, oh no. Wait, I don't remember. I know I I didn't realize that I posted it weird until after. Well Hold the next on, let me see. The next book is this one. Yeah. Yes. I should in my I wanted stack, that to switch. Yeah. In my stack mm. I had the lost apothecary. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> next week's will be I'll be gone in the dark. True crime. Um, true crime, yes. One Woman's Obsessive Search for the Golden State Killer. By Michelle McNamara. Uh, this is also a documentary on Netflix under the same title. Which I don't get because I don't have Hulu Live. I don't get it. I think it's on Netflix. No. Oh, it's not? Oh, no, I, it's I looked. Hulu. I looked oh, because damn. I'm going to be honest. I was like, well, maybe instead of reading the book, I can just... <laughs> <laughs> watch the watch the uh, true crime I'm documentary. Watch the documentary. I have read this already previously earlier this year, or I guess last year. <laughs> yeah, you've um, read it before, so I'll probably watch the documentary to like refresh my memory because it's more than just the killer, but it really is about her researching and looking for this killer because she's looking at it after the fact. Um, yeah, as an unsolved case. So. Cases, we'll we'll also get more into it than the book does because the book finished in 2019. Yeah, it published before they found more updates happened. Yeah. <laughs> so since the book came out, they mm-hmm. they did identify the killer. Yeah. Uh, which is bittersweet because mm-hmm. Michelle had passed away in her sleep in 2016 and did not get to see get it. To see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we'll talk about that one next week. Mm-hmm. You can go on our Instagram to see what else we're doing the rest of this month. Yes, and our yeah. bonus episode will be up. Yeah, it's already up. It yes. came out last Wednesday when you're hearing this. So mm-hmm. there's that. Like, I actually have an idea I want to chat to you about. I found something. Oh, okay. That maybe we can do oh, another right. bonus. Okay. But yeah, that was a good one. We'll yeah. definitely be reading more from Grady Hendrix. No, oh, yeah. I think so. I oh, I oh, think yeah. he would be a great author to maybe tackle in October. Oh, yeah. That'd be fun. Maybe we can do How to Sell a Haunted House in October. Oh, that could be fun. That could be fun. Yeah, I like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this was quite the book to start 2023. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, follow us under Baby Got Stacks podcast. Yes, on our Instagram. Someday we'll figure out TikTok. Maybe that'll be our 2023 resolution. I was going to say, we can do one of like our January picks somehow. We can think of something. Just like showing it. Yeah, we'll we'll think of something creative. We'll figure something out. (laughs) All right, so we'll see you next week. Yes, we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.